This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. The NFL season is exactly one week away. It is I, Rob Paul. A.K.A. the runner-up in the 2014 NFL Mock Draft Bonanza presented by Pizza Hut. And with me, as always, is A.J. Mock Master Funk Marchese. Uh, I came in 63rd place that year. Not not my proudest uh, establishment there. But you have that in your Twitter bio, right? So people know? <laughs> I do. I do. Today we'll be doing our pre-NFL season kickoff mock draft. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Don't draft specialists on the second day. Maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortages of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right where he talks about his expansive and expensive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the Welcome Back to Sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Okay, we're here. We're at the mock. Neither of us are prepared. <laughs> it's September, Rob. We, we're going to get wacky with this one. I, I feel like we're normally more like, I just, the combination of everything. Yeah. I feel like we're normally more plugged into, uh, like, there's more guys who are, de- like, definite first-round picks. I, yeah, that, that, and then, like you said, with all the, the COVID stuff, and uh, it just feels so gosh darn murky at this point, Rob. Yeah, it's like the, I, there's like I don't know, ten guys, maybe yeah. seven. Like like the first three picks uh, are pretty chalky, and then after that, well, for for September that is. Yeah, it's like obviously this order is not going to be correct. Um, and I, I don't know that. I think the first pick might be right, and after that, it's a, uh, I don't know. 
And um, the draft order we're rolling with is based on Super Bowl odds, and I adjusted it to reflect correct playoff seeding. So please take offense to where your team is picking. Yeah, Bears fans, you won't be picking 16th, don't worry. Um, well, yeah, I, I think that was the most egregious when I was putting it, like um, typing it out to send to you. That the Bears are picking 16th. I was like, they they should be very much in Trey Lance zone, and they're not really. Yeah, I know. I don't know. People believe in the Bears. It's like, like it's... people believed in Nick Foles in Jacksonville too. That's a good point. Hey, he he looked good week one, Rob. Spot the line. Mitch Trubisky's back. From where? Exactly. That's what <laughs> I read a tweet that said he's back. I know. He's look good. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Let's get into her. Um, okay. Off the top, the Jacksonville Jaguars are selecting one. Also, um, can I just say, friend of the show, Chris Matsukas never flipped a coin, so we are not going to rotate back and forth. And it's a, uh, a communal mock draft. Yeah, and I, th- I think, you know, I think he made the exact decision and he knew we weren't properly prepared and we got to work together on this one. Which is fair. I think he was looking out for us. I think that's he's, what happened. He's always, he's always putting... Us before himself. He's the executive producer of the program. Okay. Jacksonville Jaguars off the top, I think. Like you said, for now, this is chalk at least. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I mean, I, what what did you have the Jags going? Like uh, 2 and 14 or something? I, I think I had 3 and 13. I have 1 and 15. <laughs> but, so, hey, Gardner, Gardner Minshew's fun, but at the end of the day, this team's a complete mess. They need a savior at quarterback. They need to fire the front office, the coaching staff. Yeah. There are things to like with the team. So inserting a Trevor Lawrence at quarterback with a pass catching group, that's not terrible by any Mm -hmm. means. An offensive line with some young talent and a defense with some more young talent. I I mean, and they have two first round picks too. So let's say that lots of picks that Lawrence is going to be the first one. And they got a lot to build around him with. Yeah. And he is, as advertised, he is for a true sophomore. Yeah, and he is the that's probably the best true sophomore quarterback tape I've ever seen. Yeah, no, for sure. I, honestly, it's almost more important. I mean, it is more important just to see who they hire and uh, both in the front office and in the coaching staff. Um, then <laughs> what they're what the roster looks like right now, you know what I mean? Stop running it back with Dave Caldwell, yeah. he's clearly not the answer. Everyone he dra- they just caught Leonard Fournette. <laughs> what a time they, they feel uh, okay. all in on the tank too right like it, it feels it feels already locked in that they're picking first and is that why they brought back doug marone or do you think they actually well i mean if Colville's fired then i feel like marone has to be fired right i know shog khan's clearly a loyal owner but i feel like they know they're i don't know maybe they don't know they're on a stinking ship but they are on a sinking ship very much they're, so. they're set up okay. to fail yeah the washington football team also, in previous years, have been set up to fail. Maybe trending in the right direction now. Ron Rivera taking over as head coach. Jason Wright taking over as president. Though between Wright and Ron Rivera, it feels like it's trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Although more more came out with the Washington Post. Um, and and Dan Snyder, I don't think should be allowed to be an owner in the NFL. But um, for the time being, it is trending in the right direction. They. They can't give up on Dwayne Haskins. 
See, okay. At this point in time. No, at this I, point in time. I agree. And But if they are picking seconds, then maybe it's a little more of a conversation. But I, I, I don't think that they should be drafting a quarterback. Unless it's like, you know, absolutely terrible season. But... Again, it, we saw more from Dwayne Haskins than people remember last year. So. That's what I was going to say. There's like this misremembering that he was as bad as Jared Goff's rookie year, and he wasn't. When he, There were flashes. Like, Drew Locke wasn't significantly better than Dwayne Haskins by any means. And we've got all this Drew Locke Broncos playoff hype. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dwayne Haskins is just getting in the starter because Kyle Allen might unseat him. It's and, ridiculous. And Locke obviously had a way better supporting cast uh, last year than Dwayne Haskins did. Correct. So uh, I, and, yeah. and and a more stable just organization. Yeah, yeah. And a coach that wasn't already fired and, like, totally. Um, This one feels also like a slam dunk. Speaking of yes. uh, putting more around Dwayne Haskins, I think you got to get your franchise left tackle and clearly the best – in the draft, uh, except apparently the NFL hates them. But they're dumb. Uh, Panay Sewell from Oregon. That just feels like an easy pick here. Yeah, Trent, Trent Williams is gone. You need Their their offensive line, especially yeah. a tackle, is a huge question mark. It's going to be tough for Dwayne Haskins to really reach his potential without them upgrading mm-hmm. that, that group. And the defense is really itching, especially because of how much they've invested in the front seven. That they've done that. Now let's build around Haskins. Yeah. Let's get him more playmakers than just Terry McLaurin. Let's build that offensive line up, and it starts with the left tackle. It starts with Panay Sewell, who is just a freak of nature with his explosiveness, his power. I mean, he's the complete package at left tackle. He's been in an All American. He stepped on to the campus yeah. in Eugene, and again for for September also feels like chalk like Trevor Lawrence at the top. And I, I think those are pretty consensus, the top two players in the class. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, unless it's a really quarterback-needy team, even if it's not Washington at two, uh, it, it feels like Sewell's going to be the pick. Unless it's a quarterback, right? Yeah. No, I totally agree. Because, yeah, I, I don't think you would take a Micah Parsons over a, a Panay Sewell. Maybe Jamar Chase because they need it. But, I, again, I think you, you have to start with building that offensive line before yeah. going to the – Pass catcher. Uh, okay, Carolina picking third. Um, Matt Rules entering that building, and the, obviously um, they, they've kind of they, – although they bring back Marty Herney, it feels like they're they're very – a team headed in a new direction. It, I mean, Marty Herney's done like a pretty – Marty Herney's the GOAT. Yeah, he's done like a solid job since they brought him back, and like it's even though he's been a placeholder the entire time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like he's gonna the, the, that like rules got his guy in the building. Yeah, and, and Marty Herney's gonna slowly be less involved. But um, that that team spent everything on defense in this past draft. What Literally. was it? Seven seven picks on defense. All seven seven or, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they bring in Teddy Bridgewater, which still feels kind of like a placeholder. Yeah. I think it's got to be Justin Fields too. A- absolutely, and. Uh... See, like, those two, the Jags getting Lawrence and Fields ending up a Panther, feel pretty solid for September. You know what I mean? And Also, I, I like the idea of, like, Lawrence and Fields have always been head-to-head. Yeah. And the Jags and Panthers obviously came in in 96 yep. together, and they're both cats, if you didn't know. <laughs> so I just like the idea of them both kind of 
sticking uh, to those teams. Uh, And and Fields is a guy who hasn't played a lot of football, and Mm -hmm. he might be. We might never see him suit up for the Buckeyes again. So to have a Teddy Bridgewater already in the building, yeah, is just a nice bonus. Um, Fields' mobility, like he's got all the physical tools in the world. Mm -hmm. He just needs to play more. You want to see a little more from him with his accuracy. Um, but he, and he's coming from the, the, the QB friendly Ryan day offense, but I mean, he's just dripping with talent. Him and Lawrence are, are two of the most talented quarterbacks. I think we have seen in recent memory. Yeah, that's, that's more than fair. And like, I don't even know what Teddy Bridgewater could do this year to make them think that they don't need a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like it, it'd have to be like an astounding year, like not even just like a decent year. And, but that being said, um, I think Teddy Bridgewater will probably be starting week one next year too. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, the other thing is with Joe Brady, and I'd love to see what Joe Brady would do with, with Justin, Justin Fields, Fields and the yeah. creativity. Yeah, very much so. So, I mean, a lot of work to do in Carolina, but like you got to be excited. And especially when you think you're going to land Justin Fields, which the, you already, I'm sure they already do. You know what I mean? Yeah, your next Cam Newton. He's got the Cam Newton comps. He I, he does remind me of a kind of a smaller Cam Newton. Yeah, obviously not the not the size. Not the same. Yeah, he's not nearly as physically imposing. But as a as a passer, I can I can see that. Um. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals picking four. You've brought in Joe Burrow. Everything sounds good at a training camp with that. Your defense is like not in terrible shape. The secondary is a little, but yeah, in the front seven. But again, they've done a good job, like consistently reloading that defensive yeah. line. Yes, and then they drafted obviously the linebackers this past draft. So I mean that that could be a question next year if it doesn't work, but uh, I think we both believe it will. So, and then obviously they just signed Joe Mixon. You've got a handful of playmakers on offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you draft T Higgins, but to me. The Bengals picking four, it's going to be really hard to pass up Jamar Chase. Here. I, I 100% agree. Like, it's just, it's a little too perfect to to not reunite him with Joe Burrow, you know? Like, and, and the other thing is, at this point next year, I doubt AJ Green's going to be a Bengal. Exactly, yeah. Um, and John Ross, it, 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 that hasn't totally worked. There's it's been a lot of Auden yeah. Tate hype. And they draft T. Higgins, but you want that true go-to guy with A.J. Green gone, and, that, and that, that's going to be Jamar Chase. He's one of the safest players in the draft, just a absolute stud of a route runner. I mean, we've talked about him a lot. Yeah, We talked about him yesterday when he declared. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and, and him having that kind of built-in chemistry with Joe Burrow, yeah. and the way Joe Burrow plays out of structure, and Jamar Chase does exactly. such a good job. Um, working working uh, while his quarterback kind of makes plays out of structure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I just yeah, I don't. I I have a hard time. I I think Bengals fans would want this too. So, like, really, the only player I would match with them uh, ahead of Jamar Chase is Panay Sewell, and uh, like at this point, I don't think that's you know what I mean they're picking for. So I don't I don't think that's happening. And yeah, like that receiving core is is gonna be. I mean, it already is good, and but yeah, I don't think Green's there next year, and and plugging in Jamar Chase just feels uh, so easy and just makes so much sense. Now it gets really interesting here with the New York Jets at five. 
Will Adam Gase be the head coach? No. He can't. Oh, why'd you even say his name, Rob? He can't Because I knew it would trigger you. He can't be, right? Okay. The, it does get really interesting here. They have another first-round pick later from the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming they aren't giving up on Sam Darnold at this point. I, I, I think you think you can't give up on Sam Darnold until you give him a real coach. That's my take. Agreed. Um, the best player on my board is Micah Parsons. The C.J. Mosley thing hasn't worked out so far. I have a hard time seeing him being a Jet next year. Yeah. So I think that's an option. They See, could go and draft for projecting upside with Gregory Rousseau because mm-hmm. they do need an edge rusher. I think that makes sense too. Um, I mean, they have so many holes. You can really just draft anything. <laughs> like, they could draft a corner here. Yeah, I, I really like my my targets would be like wide receiver, which uh, missing out on Chase kind of sucks for them. Uh, edge, corner, still off as a line, like. Uh, they got a lot of holes. They're literally everything but like quarterback and running back. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, really, they do probably will need a running back. So um, yeah, but you're gonna draft on fifth. Adam Gase might. <laughs> that's, that's true. Hey, Kalen Balage is back in the building with with Gase. So uh, I don't know. What, what do you feel? I, I I lean Gregory Rousseau, but. I don't know. Again, <laughs> those first four picks are so easy, and now we're just in a in a murky uh, wasteland. I just think I would have a hard time drafting a project in Gregory Rousseau at five when you've got Michael Parsons, an elite talent, Micah Parsons on the board. I, I think that makes sense. And so I far, know, I think Joe Douglas is a smart man. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I know, like obviously, edge is way more important than off ball linebacker. But Micah Parsons just does so many things at an elite level. Yeah. But, like, I still, if there was an edge of equal value here, you take the edge. Even if there's an edge of slightly less value here, I think you take the edge. But because Gregory Rousseau is, to me, like, he's not a top 30 player on my board, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of projection with him. Um, I, I have a hard time taking him fifth overall at this point. I'm fine with that. I, again, uh, I think like like when we get further down, like when there's these blue chip guys are off the board, then I can I'm fine with taking Rousseau. But yeah, yo, no, I totally agree. I don't think he's getting past like the 12th pick or something. Yeah, like the Miami's next up, and they could be they'll be deciding with him too. They, I I think they would be pissed if they get uh, cocked by the Jets for (laughs) Micah Parsons. I think like you know it's kind of funny. It's I think the Miami's realistic for Parsons. The Giants probably. I know they they don't like taking linebackers, but I think that's a fit too. So like the next two teams on the board, uh, it's kind of Parsons territory there. So, but yeah, let, let's mm-hmm. let's 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 fuck over the Dolphins and the Giants and, and take Michael Parsons here for the Jets. Okay, so we got the Dolphins picking sixth. Who did this? Feels like a Gregory Russo spot, even though I just. Kind of uh, said I would I, I I would not take him fifth. If I, I was with Parsons next to him. It's like what wide receiver or Gregory Rousseau at this point. They could go Dylan Moses, but I don't think that's the same kind of conversation as you're having. Yeah, agreed. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I think who 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 would you go? They could go wide receiver, but is there anyone at this point in time that you take sixth? I, I wouldn't, no, but let's Would get Gregory take... Rousseau out, out of the way. I just want to get Okay, him. <laughs> now we can stop talking. Yeah, it's... Because AJ, 
admitting without fully saying it, this doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that is their, I think probably um, their their biggest need, right? Yeah. Other than offensive line, they they like in terms of just pure pass rushers, they don't really have anybody. No, not really. I mean, they kind of have you and, know and, the, the mishmash guys, the Belichick style guys, but yeah. Yeah, but to yeah, exactly. And they bring in Shaq Lawson. They paid him because they need the pass rush so yeah. much to to get a Rousseau who does have experience moving around that defensive line. I, I yep. think this would be a really good landing spot for him, and and Brian Flores would um, do a good job there. Okay, seventh, like you said, the New York Giants are picking. Do they finally answer that linebacker question and take Dylan Moses? You know what's kind of funny? I just want to get out here. It feels like a lot of teams need edge, a lot of teams need offensive line, and a lot of teams need linebacker. And after the top one at, at two of those positions and the top two at linebacker, um, it's so murky. But, yeah. So this going to be kind of fun. I let, let's let's plug them into Dylan Moses because, I don't know, they need edge. I, I don't see anyone worth picking here. You don't want to think about it any more than you have to. Yeah, corner – Corners realistic, especially you know with everything. Happening I think with so Baker. too. I think that's the most interesting conversation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, DeAndre Baker is probably never going to play again. It's a good corner group. There's there's a few guys who can go in the top fifteen or so. Um, but I think the I mean, just look at the way Dave Gettleman drafts. Yeah, exactly. I think they do. Like someone like Dylan Moses is very important to get on the defense. Just. Just a, a just a, a, a great athlete, but also the leadership traits, yeah. the instincts, um, what he brings as a run defender and in, in tone setter. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, big time. Okay, picking eighth, the Las Vegas Raiders, John Gruden's Raiders. If they're picking eighth, maybe Derek Carr sucked. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was thinking that like uh, Trey Lance got to be on their mind here, right? That's my first thought. I mean, you've loaded up your your offensive line's in good shape. You've loaded up at. All offensive skill positions. You loaded up at DB. You like the quarterback's the only spot they haven't truly invested in a like uh, in the uh, under the Mayock regime. I yeah, and like like linebacker is probably need, but they they've gone out and like they just traded for McMillan. They signed uh, Corey Littleton, right? So, and your boy, who I'm blanking, Nick Oh yeah, Nick Nick Quietakowski, right? Uh, so yeah, I think like at this point, uh, I, first of all, I don't think they're picking eighth overall. But if they are, I think that means they need a quarterback here. So it's Trey Lance. It's Trey Lance, yeah. And I think what what Trey Lance brings is um, more experience in a pro style offense, which I think mm-hmm. would get Gruden's blood going. Uh, <laughs> we know how strong he is in the play action pass game. Yep. To get that paired with. Guys like Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards who do some big downfield damage, um, and Aaron Waller for that matter, mm-hmm. and, and just the, what he can bring to the run game, I think would get Gruden excited too, where he can dominate as a as his own reget. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they they signed Marcus Mariota, so that must be in their their mind too, right? having an athletic quarterback. Yeah, um, I think this would be a really cool fit. You mentioned on the show yesterday how you've got him to the Bears in your head. I think it, this, if, if this order wasn't what it was, that would probably be how we'd end up having it play out. I But if seeing, it, if, seeing him in the black and silver would look pretty damn good too, though. I No, definitely. But um, 
Yeah, I, I feel as if at this point it's Lawrence to the Jags, Fields to the Panthers, and Lance to the Raiders or mm-hmm. the Bears. Yeah, I really, really though, I think the Bears are worse than the Raiders. So, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, picking ninth, we got the Detroit Lions. This is where it gets really murkier. Yeah, I, I know. Um, kind of need linebacker, but but there's no one here for them. Do they get a, a wide receiver here, Rob? Maybe to, to, to pair with Kenny Galladay. They don't really have uh, like Marvin Jones, still good, but uh, maybe a guy that can get downfield. Let Stafford finally unleash that arm, and the I don't think Bev will be the OC, but but in that style of offense, uh, the play action deep pass. Maybe maybe that's the target here. What do you think? My my argument is for defensive line, interior defensive line. Okay, that's definitely on the table. Yeah. Right, that that's a big need. That that they were a team that were linked to Derek Brown at times, uh, yeah. in, in leading up to last year. Um, obviously they they went with Jeff Okuda. Um, I th- it it takes again it's projection, mm-hmm. so it it's for me it would be Christian Barmore if you're going into your defensive line here. I think and, he's got the most upside of anyone we, in the class. We know they like those Bama defensive linemen too, so that, that's also a, true. That's a nice little connection. And I, I, for me, I think interior defensive lines a bigger need just because they've got, like you mentioned, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola can be a, a placeholder, fine slot guy. Yeah, and they, and they bring it. And there's there's as, a lot of depth of wide receiver in this class. They also have TJ uh, Hawkinson, obviously, and yep. in year two, DeAndre Swift, other guys who, who can make plays in the passing game. So that 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 would be my argument. Um, no, I, but I, you make the call. No, you sold me. Let, let's plug in Christian Barmore. And do you would, do you think him over Marvin Wilson? That's another question. Not for me right now, but uh... I think Marvin Wilson um, has the higher floor, but Christian Barmore yeah. has such a high ceiling yeah. that. If we're just projecting forward, like Barmore has a better chance of being a top ten pick than Marvin Wilson. I agree with that. That that's why I'm totally cool with this pick. Like for me, Wilson feels like a like an easy teens pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, where it's just like he, he's gonna end up with a uh, like I don't know, like the Vikings. Everyone's gonna be like, "Damn, that's such a great fit." Yeah. Like you know how when the Spurs always draft a guy <laughs> in like the late twenties, everyone's yeah. like, "Oh God, why would we let him go to the Spurs?" This happens every year, and like whether the guy ends up being good or not, it's said every year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, it works with Kawhi, so let's go. That, that was a little basketball talk from us. It was. Okay. It was Pick- good. I think it was really good, Ralph. Thanks. Picking ten, uh, we have the Miami Dolphins once again via Houston. Showed up below B. Um, <laughs> this feels like so. W- with that first one, we go get that that high upside defender and Gr- Gregory Rousseau. Or in a different circumstance, it could be a Michael Parsons, it could be Dale Moses. Yeah. But they invest on that defense. Feels like you come back at 10, and this is where you're really looking at a pass catcher. I 100% agree with you. Now, the question is, who is wide receiver two in this in this class? Um, and who's the right fit for this Miami Dolphins team? I, I Honestly, I kind of just want to pair <laughs> college quarterbacks to, to their former receivers and go with one of the Bama guys. But even then, I don't know which one. I am also leaning that way. Um, and I, I think when you look at the Bama guys, mm-hmm. it's are you are you betting on the hot like Jalen Waddle is so much upside there. Yeah, but Devonta Smith is just such a safe football player. See, and in uh, which and the other thing is they're both 
Like, I think Jalen Wall is more of a classic slot. Devonta mm-hmm. Smith's an inside and outside guy. So, which is a bigger need? They, they've got Devontae Parker running uh, running it back. They've got Preston Williams healthy. So, the answer is, whichever your draft is probably playing in the slot. Yeah. So, it doesn't... Again, that doesn't really help us here. No, it doesn't. I, I liked where you are going, then it didn't help. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say... Honestly, I don't know why, but right now I, I'm thinking Waddle ends up going over Devonta Smith. But I think for the Miami Dolphins, I, I think Smith is the pick. He, he just—I I know they do need that top I end agree. speed, but I don't know. He just—he just seems more what they want to do, and getting to a more of a—I I don't know—just the well-rounded wide receiver. And it, like and it, again, it's like Smith is good at everything, so. Yeah, you, you get a guy who can play inside, can play outside. You get a guy who, like you mentioned, deep speed. I mean, they both have that. But yeah. I think ultimately the difference is Devonta Smith's ball skills are just absurd. Yeah. and um, I think he's the more proven route runner as well. Yes. Definitely. Although Jalen Wall wasn't asked to run nearly as many routes as Devonta Smith. I just think Devonta Smith is a Stephon Diggs type. And yeah. that, that with... Devontae Parker and um, Preston Williams. I think that's just exactly the type of guy they need. Yeah, and uh, maybe this is silly, but f- like Parker, I-, I still don't fully trust him. Preston, Preston Williams. Healthy, yeah, Preston Williams. We saw one like barely any of. So get the safer guy between him and Waddle, uh, between Smith and Waddle, right? Right. The the second. guy who who you've got blatant tape of having extremely yeah. perfect chemistry with. Tua. <laughs> exactly. Get yeah. him his, get get Tua his Tyler Lockett. There you go. Perfect. Um, even though my comp for Waddle is actually Tyler Lockett. <laughs> Don't say that. Just just sort of fuck. Peek behind the curtain. Picking eleven, we've got the Jaguars back up with the Rams pick. Yeah, um where where this do is we... tough. Yeah, I know. Um So we got their quarterback. They got quarterback. What like I think maybe 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 you address the defensive backfield, but there's no like there's no safety worth this pick. Uh, there's corners, My, but you draft a CJ Henderson. Yeah, is is that a bad thing to go corner back to back years in the first round? Because I don't think it is, and I, I think it makes a lot of sense, especially when looking at how how big of a need it is opposite CJ Henderson. You need two corners on the field at all times, like. I think we'll you, see this more going ahead, where teams are more than willing to double down a corner. You know what I mean? You can also, I think, look at Javon Holland as a guy who could complement Ronnie Harrison pretty yeah. well at safety, or be a full-time nickel. Yep. Um, other than like, I think you got to go DB, right? I do too. Like, like tackle, but then you're you're kicking Cam Robinson, and and again, no one either of us love here. So yeah, there's there's more value in the corners slash Javon Holland here. Yeah, okay, let's 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 talk corner. Um Caleb Fairley's your corner one, right? Yes. Do you think that's the guy or do they look at um oh wow, I'm blanking. Patrick Sertan or uh I, so I have Caleb Fairley corner one. Yeah. But I think Patrick Sertan has because of oh not to say Caleb Fairley isn't a, a big time athlete. Patrick Sertan's just got such easy movement skills mm-hmm. and I think he's just going to absolutely dominate the combine and the way Alabama plays that pattern match coverage he's got so much experience playing press man yeah off man press zone 
off zone. Like, he just played every coverage. Versus Caleb Farley is very specifically at his best in press man. So I think that's just another factor into um, how you would split them. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good point. Um, you want to go Patrick Sertan? Or or Javon Holland? If um, what, I, or do you think it's? I think it's more corner here, right? I, I think it's more corner, and I I, I love Holland, um, but I don't I don't see him going this high in come April or May or June. Maybe, maybe. I agree. He, it's just he, the way I mean, the NFL but, is. but I mean, like especially reflecting on where Xavier McKinney ends up. Falling, Exa- exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Let's go, Patrick Sertan. Let's do it, baby. Um. Denver's on the clock now. They also could go DB, so. This is actually a good spot for Caleb Fairley. Yep, I, I think that's the pick. I think he kind of fits that Vic Fangio defense pretty nicely. And, and um, like we talked on yesterday's show, um, talking FC West, they right now they're in a position where they really need, like, one of the either Isaac Yadam or yeah, uh, Michael, Michael to step up and – they're clearly drafting a specific type of corner, a long physical press corner. Yep. And Caleb Farley is that with way more upside. Yep. So I think this is an easy one. And like the only other position you're looking at is is tackle. Um but again, we're not that sold on any of these guys to go this high. Mystery. Yep. Big mystery. Yep. Um that's an easy I like that fit. I I could see that fit. Me too. I I like that a happening. lot. Happening. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fits, the Atlanta Falcons, their top needs probably edge. This is kind of... They love to draft interior O-line, though. Don't forget it. That's true. That's true. I don't know. And they need... They're they're another team that has DB needs. Um, how do you feel about the Falcons here? They are tough. Um, They are. It's like... I don't know. It feels feels like it should be edge, but who's here? Well, they've given up on Tack McKinley by this time? I think so. And Dante Fowler was a good. I think Fowler would like, be like the number two. Yeah, that, guy. That, that that's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah. Who like does Quiddy Pay end up going this high without a a season? He's gonna I, dominate the combine. That that's my I, I edge see, too. I can see that. I I think Quiddy Pay Jason would... away, but he's even more of a question because. He wasn't even a starter last year, <laughs> and again, no season with Penn State. Yeah, Boogie I bash him. That could be a thing, a thing for Atlanta. I think pay makes sense. I, I can I, see Danquin falling in love with him. I think so too. He makes the most sense to me for a couple of reasons. He's the best athlete of those guys. Yeah. So you, you're going to be more inclined to bet on that with an edge rusher, um, without more tape. He's also physically like the most filled in of those guys. Yeah, he, he's the biggest. He's the most filled in. He's he's got an NFL ready body. Yeah. And then with the you mentioned, if I mean, if Dan Quinn is back as a yeah. former D line coach, I think that the fact that Michigan kicked Quiddy Pay inside on passing mm-hmm. downs a lot last year is just another huge bonus. Brings more versatility to your defensive line. Yep. Um, I like this fit, even though it, again it's a lot of projection. But going forward, most of these picks are going to be that. I think we keep saying it, but let, let's start having confidence in these bad boys. All right. Okay. This is it. This is happening. <laughs> Um. Yeah, let's just start. Let's say this is what's gonna happen. Thirteenth overall, Atlanta's gonna be picking. And it's gonna be Quiddy Pay. No, I like this fit. I think I think we did good with the last two. Uh, come up next at fourteen. We have the Arizona Cardinals. I, I feel like you have to address the offensive line. Yeah, the and this is, is perfect. It's perfect. Two of the best players on the board are guards. Yeah, 
I, I hold on, Creed, Creed Humphrey. I don't know if he should go this side, but uh, get him back yeah, with I Kyler Murray so. in play. I'll say it. I'll say it. No, your boy Mason Cole. <laughs> I, I never liked Mason Cole. I thought that was such a bad pick. Anyways, uh, White Davis. Just want to shoot it or what? Uh, I think that uh, if you're deciding with him between him and Trey Smith. I think Davis is um, a better fit. I think a, Davis is both a better fit and the, just a more well-rounded player. Yep. Plus, no, that, no. we've still got the medical thing with Trey Smith that yeah, that's a good point. could could hurt too. I think White Davis insert immediate dominance. Yep, I agree. I I will say getting Creed Humphrey back with Kyler Murray is going to be on the back of their mind. But yeah, no, I think White Davis is the, the make sense pick. And yeah, I see in in a murky class in a murky year i keep saying murky and i'm not going to stop i wonder if if smith's um health is going to how that's going to affect his stock you know unfortunately yeah no it, 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 it could be a major player i i, I he's think he's also still one of the safest on tape players in a murky class exactly yeah uh, okay, we got that. Your <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers, my Chargers, uh, another team that you you, you got to be picking off the line, right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay, where where else would you be looking? Hear me out. Wide yeah. receiver. Okay, well, my guy KJ Hill is going to win that slot job, no problem. So, I just like the idea of Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Rashad Bateman. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Jalen Waddle. Yeah. But but I I mean, offensive line is clearly the bigger need. No, but you're you're getting me uh you're getting me feeling some sort of way here, Rob. Um, well, which offensive line would you be offensive lineman would you be taking? I don't know. I don't know. You <laughs> you have to you have you have to. It, it would all be based on how Trey Pipkins looks this year. That's a because good every other spot is is taken right now, right? And you so you'd be what looking at, um, I. If if Rashawn Slater's arms are long enough, baby. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. You'd be looking at I think Rashawn Slater, Alex Leatherwood, mm-hmm. um, Cosme, Sam Cosme, Abraham Lucas. I can't see getting here without the season. Yeah, I agree. I he's in my uh, he's on my list here though for potential guys, but I I agree. Um, do you want to you want to play around with wide receivers? No, we got to take a tackle, don't we? I don't know. I'm giving this power to you. I don't know. I don't know. I just I kind of want to take a tackle just to get him get one of them off the board. As terrible as that is, and we can uh, let's 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 okay. Who do you think is the most likely to be tackled to right now? Just based on everything. I got my answer. I, I think it's Leatherwood. I, I, he's not my tackle to right now, but I, I feel I that guess. way. I think it's Cosme. Do you? Okay, we can go Sam Cosby. Cosby might no, be a better. No, no, no! I don't want this. This is Alex Leatherwood. Hold on, no, Cosby might be a Too bit of a. I wrote it. Okay. <laughs> doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. It doesn't. But let's okay. Kay. Let's see Alex Leatherwood. What? I'm sorry that we didn't go wide receiver. That would have been a lot of fun. But uh, just they need to they need to get a tackle in there. <laughs> okay, we got Chicago Bears picking 16th. Uh, no quarterback for them here, baby. Um, I don't know. Nothing matters. Let's give Brock Purdy and call it a day. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe it. They could go DB, either either safety or corner. Um, yep, they certainly could. I think they could also be in the mix for Trey Smith. Um, yep, I was about to say that. I, I think those are kind of the spots. 
Maybe wide receiver. It depends on the coaching staff that's there. Just give him know. another tight end. <laughs> I mean, Pat Frymuth would look pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, okay, so I, I think I think it's DB or offensive line. Yeah, I mean, specifically guard to replace Kyle Long. Yeah, exactly. Um, if we go DB, uh, who would you who do you, who you think like? I, I'm thinking Javon Holland just because he gives you that nickel safety option, and they badly messed up by letting Bryce Callahan leave last year and yeah. paying Buster Screen. Um, Holland gives you the versatility to either play back there with Eddie Jackson or come down and play nickel or match up with just his versatility. I think is what you I like that. I, let's 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 get him Javon Holland. Javon Holland. We'll put DB, not safety, because... Uh, I like that. I think that makes sense. Um, you know what doesn't make sense, AJ? What's that? 2020. Oh, no, it doesn't. It's been a year of things... This is not a good transition. It's been, <laughs> a, it's been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com, why did you laugh, and check out some of these life-changing products. You've heard this a million times and you laugh. It's, it's the way you delivered it, I don't know. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off and free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. I've got that line down now. You killed it. Also, you know what else I killed? Betting on the Nuggets last night. And the under, baby. (laughs) And the under. Yeah, the under. Big time obvious. The lowest scoring game in history, basically. Breaking news. Georgia quarterback Jamie Newman is expected to opt out of the 2020 college football season. You want to you want to finish the ad? You want to... <laughs> Let's go uh, back and give the Bears him. Yeah, uh, that's a that doesn't mean he's in the draft though. No, that's I don't know. Do you think he declares? JT Daniels' time in Athens. Yeah, I'm that's tweeting good. that as we talk. That's a it's kind of a it's terrible to say, but kind of a big win for JT Daniels. Um, I don't know. I I I, I don't know if he should. I don't know. I'm not gonna make decisions for him. But yeah. Uh, oh, really? You're not gonna? I know he called me. When, that's why when you're reading that, he actually is like, hey, should I do this or not? I'm like, Jamie, I can't make decisions for you, buddy. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm just going to opt out from now. I'm like, okay, that's a good decision. We'll, we'll figure this all out later. <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's going to end up being in the draft. Should just transfer again. 
I honestly that'd be that'd be more fun. Just keep transferring. That's sick. Yeah, transfer until they make you play. <laughs> um, you, you gonna you gonna you got an ad or is that it? Are we moving on? Oh right, yeah. So bet on where Jamie tra- Jamie oh, Newman's transferring. There that was a good go. transition. At betonline.ag, your online wagering experts, and the place where I go to put all my money. Every time I win more money from betonline.ag. You know what? Instead of buying stocks like all the you hipsters like to do, just gamble. It's the same thing. And you probably make more money gambling. It's it's better, to be honest. Please don't say that to a friend of the show, Sam. He will believe you. No, I don't care. F- fuck the stock market. That's what I take. Gamble all your money. It's the same thing. Uh, okay. The Cleveland Browns are now on the clock at 17. Yes, they are. Uh... What do you what do you think again? Uh, okay, first of all, not too many holes on this Browns team. Say that uh, they could add to the wide receiver room, even though I didn't really have that listed. Linebacker possibility, but no one really worth that here. Uh, is Trey Smith on their mind too? That'd be kind of fun. I like that. I wasn't on my mind. It kind of just popped in, um, but I kind of like that. I mean, I, I could see that just bring, making that big old mall in offensive line. Why Teller might be starting. That's, I mean, first of all, we love White Teller, but that's not great. Let's fuck it. Let's not even think about it. Trace I'm Smith. in. I'm yeah. in. I love it. Yeah. He also just, oh, imagine an offensive line that has Trey Smith, Joel Batonio, um, um, Jedrick Wills, yeah. and, and uh, Jack Conklin. What's his, Jack Conklin, like just hammering people. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Nick Chubb's running for 2,000. It's too fun that. that it won't happen. Like, it will never happen because it's so fun. Yeah, they're, they're going to be taking another tight end or something, but. Yeah, I love this. Okay, Minnesota Vikings picking 18th. I I hinted at this earlier, and now it's good. Let's do it. Marvin Wilson. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. They 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 need um a three tack. They do. Yeah, I mean, they've done a good job like keeping the depth there, but they don't have that high end guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and obviously they have uh they they bring in Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah. Yep. And you've got him and Daniel Hunter on the edge, which is, I mean, terrifying enough. Yep. Next year, you're going to get Michael Pierce back to be that nose tackle. Mm-hmm. And then inserting Marvin Wilson beside him. Like, that's that's pretty terrifying. That's I've, great. But again, too fun for it to happen in real life. <laughs> it's going to be another DB. Oh, that, that, I mean, Sean Wade does fit things Mike Zimmer really likes. <laughs> it's true. Okay, picking 19th, the Tennessee Titans. Need one is finding another edge, but uh, do you feel comfortable with any of them here? No, but you know what? I think would be interesting is wide receiver. I do think so too. Uh, are, are we? I mean, I'm never going to give up on Corey Davis, but I, I think I think we should. But uh, yeah, like what what was? Like, ooh, deep speed might be fun for the Titans. We we also the other thing is. Like we okay, we could go edge, but you're betting on so like yeah, you don't trust. It's anyone. very murky your word versus we got really good proven wide receivers on the board right now. Yeah, okay, I'm sold. Uh, Jalen Waddle will be a ton of fun. I don't. Or do you go with Rashad Bateman I know. and get that inside out, um, just elite route runner to complement AJ Brown's big playability? It's a tough decision. That's why I kind of stopped myself. What would you do? Like, how, if if you were pairing a wide receiver with AJ Brown, who would you prefer? I don't know. It's a tough. Like, like outside of the context of the Titans, I'm okay. 
Oh, just okay. Outside the context of the Titans, um, because I'm, I mean, at this point <laughs> next year, maybe Ryan Tannehill didn't work out, right? Yeah, I know. That's that's I know. That's another. So part I'm just of trying it. to think of it in the in the view of who complements AJ Brown better, Rashad Bateman or Jalen Waddle. I think it might be Bateman, but I, I'm I I don't know. My gut says Jalen Waddle right right here. I don't know why. And you the, you also keep in mind they've got Adam Humphreys running that slot. Yeah. Because this year, you're essentially whoever you're drafting is taking Corey Davis' job. Yeah, which is more... Okay, I, you just want Rashad... Let's, you're selling... Okay, Rashad Bateman. <laughs> I know you want it to happen, so let's do it. Yeah, but but hear me out for this next pick. Jalen Wild to the Packers? Yeah. Doesn't okay, that seem okay. fun, too? All right, I forgot who was be, picking be, next. Be, yeah, let's do because it. Because Devonta Adams... In Rashad Bateman's similar skill similar. set, yeah. Jalen Waddle gives you that deep field stretcher you've been not neglecting to find since Greg Jennings. Yeah, no, that, okay. I, when we pair it like this, that's uh, that's perfect. Okay, good I'm work. I'm always thinking ahead. Yeah. yeah, I've never thought ahead in my life. So, what, is that four receivers in the first 20 picks? That sounds about right, to be honest. Yeah, like, I don't think we're overdoing it. No. Um. Where I feel like last year we like we would have like seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we got the Bills picking twenty one. Our boy Sean McDermott got the extension. They they shaped up that receiver course, Stephon Diggs. The singletary Zach Moss running back combo is like amazing. Uh, for, for 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 us we for love us. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it only costs like three million dollars, if not less. So yes, also true. Uh where are you looking? Where are you looking I, for the Bills? Surprisingly, not a ton of needs. No, I think it might be corner. I was thinking DB as well. But corner or safety? Well, I think just if you were drafting safety, you'd be dra- drafting it because um, you, Poyer and um, um, Hyder are getting up there in age. But it's yep. not – It's I think a true outside corner – opposite uh Tredavious white is the bigger need right now for sure i agree I plus agree. i do think the the like sean wade is better uh, makes more sense than taking I agree. Uh, one of the available safeties although like if javon holland was on the board i think that'd be a really fun conversation yeah. to have but with him yeah. off i think sean, sean wade's really perfect fit i i 100 agree that that's that's who i wanted to land here Okay, <sighs> AJ. I since the Seahawks don't have a pick in this, you're now a Philadelphia Eagles fan picking twenty two. <laughs> this is the only one I get to pick for. Uh, fly Eagles, fly. You know what's weird that they have a chant that spells out Eagles, and it's kind of a hard word. To sp- it's not a good chanting word, but they they do it. By God, they do it. And I respect it for them. Uh, they, okay. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, they need linebacker, but like who's worth it? Uh, like Bolton. I don't, not in my opinion. You know what? Well, Go ahead. Well, no, no, say what you're going to say. I, I was going to say, do they consider offensive line? Oh, yeah, they probably would. And especially with the tackles. Like Andre Dillard, you can't give up on him, but that's like him and Brandon Brooks are both missing the whole season. Yeah. Jason Kelsey's debating retiring every offseason this point yeah. forward, probably. Um, I mean, Jack Driscoll's going to be a stub when he eventually starts. <laughs> Retweet, yeah. L- Lane Johnson's, like, the only given, I think, 
in the next couple of years for them. And, and we know the Philadelphia Eagles are always proactive addressing this offensive line, and it's just kind of shit. You know, it all went bad this year. But no, that's a good point. Um, but would it? I don't know. Like, could it be Rashawn Slater who who could plug inside if they need that there, or could start outside too? Does that make sense? That's a really cool fit. What? What? If we're not going offensive line, where are we going? Uh, I think safety. Oh, Hamson Zero Dean would be a really interesting yeah. player here who could also play linebacker. Zero, yeah. See, that's that that one, and like even Ardarius Washington makes sense. So yeah, if it's not, let's say it's later. Let's just let's just figure this out. Uh, if it's not Slater, I think Nazir Dean's the pick. So th- th- those are two. So that's the ones. that's our debate. Yeah, um, that's a tough debate. Rashawn Slater doesn't have a season. No. Okay. Let, okay. You know what? Let's do Nazir Dean. I think like. Because okay. they need that at the back end, and they he need linebacker. Also, will dominate the combine. Yeah, let's do that. I um, think that's really fun because I, I think Jim Schwartz would have some fun with him playing yeah. him down low and kind of hiding some of the linebacker shortcomings. Yep. Um, because he, he, they bring in Kavon Wallace, uh, who I think is a good fit as that that flats defender that Malcolm yep. Jenkins was. Yep. That that becomes a pretty cool first hole group. Uh, okay, my Pittsburgh Steelers are picking twenty third. What do you think? It's what, funny they should be picking thirty two. <laughs> oh, they got it. They got it reversed, Rob. Um, what's your like? What's your first instinct on the top knee for the Steelers? Um, Jamie Newman. <laughs> okay, outside of quarterback, um, tackle. You could you could look at O line. Yeah. It also is going to be very dependent on how Ben Roethlisberger plays, and if you're rebuilding yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, you could also look at finding another linebacker to play next to Devin Bush. I mean, Nick Bolton. Uh, please, God, yes. Um, like def- your defensive backs are set. You, you, you've assumably drafted a, a High Smith to replace Bud Dupree next year. Mm-hmm. And the High Smith hype has been nice coming out of Pittsburgh camp. Um. You could also be looking at a defensive line. Yeah. Stefan Tuitt's consistently injured. And Javon Hargraves has um, Hayward, gone. Javon Hargraves gone. Cam Hayward's a free agent after this season. So to me, I'm I'm looking at um either you potentially tackle mm-hmm. defensive line, as in Jordan specifically Jordan Davis, uh from Georgia. Or um, Nick Bolton. Uh, Tyler Shelvin kind of Steelers E2. Um, Ty- Ty- hey, if they were to be, like, Tyler Shelvin, again, we've mentioned it before, he could be a benefit from the weird year, as in uh, and, him going in the first round. Yeah, because and you know what you're getting. And the Steelers seem like that team to, to draft him, too. Um, With Jordan Davis, though, I think you'd get more versatility, yeah. much more overall upside. Yeah. Uh, and a guy who doesn't necessarily have to be your nose tackle if Cam Hayward doesn't come back, that would be my worst nightmare. You want Jordan um, Davis? I want Jordan Davis. Okay, let's do Jordan Davis. Thank you. I think there was a like a like again. We're not none of us. Neither of us are super sold on the tackles, but like with with the guys that are supposed to go high slipping a bit. I, I just a, think if Pittsburgh's picking twenty three, it means Roethlisberger yeah. bounce back to some extent, and they'd be more willing to run it back with yeah uh, what at, they've got there. And when when they're all like that, they always just add on the defense. That's like what they've been doing for fifteen years. You know what I mean? 
Um, okay, we got the New York Jets picking for your Seattle Seahawks. I've got a pick in mind that I think is a slam dunk for Joe Douglas. I want to hear what you're thinking first, though. Uh, wide receiver, but I want to hear what you, if you got a slam dunk, tell me. I just think it would be a very Joe Douglas move for him to select Creed Humphrey. Okay, okay. Tell tell me why, Rob, and the listeners. All he's been trying to do is fix that offensive line since he got there. Mm-hmm. Creed Humphrey feels like such a sm- like. It, it, he doesn't have the same upside as a uh, Garrett Bradbury, but he's safer. Mm-hmm. He's, he can be an I- instant starter. Give you someone that Sam Darnold trusts up front. Um, just something like having that, and then also having Mackay Becton. You're starting to form a young core instead of just throwing like money at old okay. veterans who suck. Oh, I, I like but, it. I, but but what receiver would you be looking at? That's see, that's another thing. They they miss out on Chase in our mock at the top, and then the you know the next four guys go too, right? So they're kind of just in a bad spot to get one of these top guys, and then uh like I don't know like like uh, Rondo Moore's here, but like I don't I don't know if that's really what they want, you know. Um, like who else? Like Sage Surratt. They, they, they've would got probably be yeah. A Sage Surratt would be a little more interesting. The fit, yeah. You you got because Denzel Mims doesn't sound like he'll be doing much for them this year. Yeah. Um, they have Jamison Crowder. Yep. So you kind of got a guy invested as your slot guy at this that's, point. That's why I think the the um, Creed Humphrey pick makes a lot of sense. Okay, let's do that. Let's do it. I think that that makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, my New England Patriots are picking twenty five because Cam Newton is legit. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of surprised me that they're picking so high. But uh, anyways, uh, what kind of? Hey, you know what? They're another team that might just snag Tyler Shelvin. To be honest, um, could or they? Rondell Moore. I was about to say, could they be the one that, that gets Rondell Moore in there? Fuck it. Why don't, you, why don't you take Rondell Moore? That's a lot of fun. I would have. If they didn't spend 8 billion picks on tight end last year, I would have given them one of these two I, tight ends who are very good. But I know. The tight ends I, are just being casual. Like It's a casualty of there's just not a ton of value and not a ton of teams blatantly need tight end. Well, we'll take a tight end for the Cowboys. Just for shits and gigs. Even though they need safety really bad, too. But anyways. No, let's do Rondell Moore. That, that'd be so much fun. Do, I, I think yeah. so, too. Especially if the Cam Newton thing yes. works. If you're picking 25. Yep. And to have that versatility. And, and you got to think... If it worked, it's because um, Josh McDaniels had a lot of fun just getting crazy with that offensive. And Rondell Moore is uh, DJ Moore times Curtis Samuels. <laughs> getting him back, getting you know Cam Newton that guy again would be so much fun. I think Harry. I, I still believe in Nikhil Harry. I think that's gonna. I think he's a great fit for uh, Cam Newton too. But yeah, I, I think that plugging him in, getting some more juice in the offense, and you know, like you said, if they get if they're picking twenty five, it means everything worked out with Cam. Josh McDaniels having a bunch of fun with this offense and uh, just following that train and getting Rondell Moore would be so, and, so cool. And they spent a lot of picks on defense last year. Yep, they did. They did. Um, yeah, but Shelvin's also an interesting one, like you mentioned. I, I think yeah. defensive tackle is an interesting one for them. That, yeah, I okay. think. Yeah, no, let's move on. Dallas, let's get him a tight end? Or do you want to get him a safety? What? what um, they've, they've got the hype with, uh, what's his name? Blake Jarwin. Saw, yeah, Blake Jarwin's getting weird hype. He's, but he's been Fantasy for like specifically. He's been for like three years. He's been supposed. To, I mean, first of all, he he was better than Jason Witten, uh, and they went with Jason Witten. But 
Um, it's kind of he kind of just keeps losing it to Jason Witten, but uh, I, I don't know. I, adding a, adding one of these tight ends to that that offense would be kind of fun. Um, where else would you be looking? It's uh, secondary, right? Um, or edge. Yeah, no, or edge. I think those are the three spots. Um, the I, best player available in those three spots is a tight end, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, Pitts. I know Fryermuth's my top guy, but I think Fryermuth fits more what Dallas okay. likes. Just okay. because, think about it—they're trying to get their Jason Witten. Pat Fryermuth is more that, than it, whereas he Kyle is. Pitts is a moving weapon. Yeah, um, and, and you're not going to really be using this guy in the slot because you've got That's three great pass catchers. That's so if you're point. going tight end, even the other thing working against that though is because they've got great pass catchers, are they really going to prioritize I, the tight end? I know, which they probably wouldn't. But I want to get I want to get the tight ends in the mocks. Let, okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. And it's it's a need, you know. Like, it also doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, okay, hear me out. Hear me out. You want to get these tight ends off the board? What about Kyle Pitts to the Colts here at twenty seven? Okay, that sounds fun. Let's do it. Think think about this. When that Colts offense was humming, they had the the Jack Doyle Eric Ebron yes combo, and like Kyle Pitts is a waste more versatile athletic or Eric mm-hmm. Ebron in theory with better hands. Mm-hmm. Imagine them moving him around and, and he supplements the receiver core too. So now yes. you've got whether or not Paris Campbell works out, there's less pressure on it because you can play Kyle Pitts as a jumbo slot. Cause he did so much at Florida. You really move him around the formations. You can get really even more creative. Uh, I like it. I you. like this a lot. It's perfect. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, your Tampa you know, Bay Buccaneers picking twenty-eight. You know what you wouldn't like is is if they get a running back here. Hey, so I mean, saw more Ronald Jones hype today, but yeah, I also was he, considering. Yeah, apparently he can catch the ball now or something. It's pretty cool. Uh, I wonder if he still fumbles. What's the second? Probably does. What's the second uh, need for the box edge? I guess I would say it's left tackle, but they paid Devonta. They, yeah, you're right. Devonta it is. Smith. No, yeah, Devonta Smith. <laughs> You're Devonta right Smith. that it is tackle, Donovan but Smith. Donovan Smith. Yeah, You're right that it is tackle, but they don't yeah. think it is. And if they're picking 28, it means everything worked on that offense. I kind of like the idea, of, like you just said, edge where they – well, first of all, they're going to be looking at whether they want to play pay Shaq Barrett next yes, offseason. exactly. JPP's aging. Even if you bring them both back, maybe you want to inject some youth in, in – That's – yeah. That's my thought. Some situational pass rush, right? Because JPP's uh, at this point not the same pass rusher he was, but he's a very good run defender still. So supplementing him with a a young pass rusher would be really interesting. Yeah, I, I, that's my thought. Now the question is, who? Are you betting? So you've got, I think, in my mind, you've got two options here. Are you yep. betting on the physical upside of Jason Away, even though he's barely like he was a backup at Penn State, but he's just dripping with all the physical tools in the world, mm-hmm. elite. Or not elite, but rare bend for a guy that long. Yeah. Versus Bo- Boogie Basham, who's great with his hands, a better a better run defender, tons of playing time. The safer option or that more up high upside option? See, I think that's a good question. I, I think if you bring both those edge back, maybe you bank on the the upside guy. Upside. That's what I was thinking. That's yeah. Good. Also, I think like Boogie Basham doesn't strike me as someone who's going to just absolutely crush the combine. Where we've heard yeah. insane things about how do you say it? Jason Owe? I think, I think so. Owe. Yeah. 
Yeah, where we've heard he runs like a 4-4. <laughs> oh, next up is the New Orleans Saints, who are always kind of tough to pick for because they don't have a lot of needs, Rob. So it's like, it's kind of BPA here. Uh, I got I got something in mind. Say Charade? Is that your thought? That's weird. Yes, that was my thought. Yeah. Because, like because obviously, Michael Thomas is your possession guy. Yep. Um, You bring in Emmanuel Sanders who is just one of the most be- be- one of the best road runners of the last decade or so. Let's go get that fucking Marcus Colston, massive deep, <laughs> shut up. A massive deep threat who just creates mismatches what you wish Traquan Smith became. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sage Surratt would be really cool in that role and if you're rolling with Jameis maybe at this point Sage oh. Surratt's the type of receiver Jameis needs. That's a good point too, but uh, even if it's if even if it's still drew it back there I think I think if if Drew Brees is still the quarterback, you, your first priority has got to like trying to mitigate his aging, right? So just keep adding yes. in front of him. And around yeah, I think him. that's what they did with that offensive line pick of Caesar Reyes, Abs- right? Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. So it's finally the time for the wide receiver. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens could be Boogie Basham. He's a very Ravensy player. Yeah, but before I let you do that, safety. Let me make an argument. Yeah. For a guy, I I think you you're very interested, Trevon Morig, the safety from oh, TCU. I was thinking the other TCU safety, but yeah, okay, let's let's hear it. Okay, so they cut Earl Thomas, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, they need that more of a cover guy on the back end. Mm-hmm. Safety is just a need for them in general. A team that doesn't have massive massive needs, safety's in there with edge. I think. Uh, Matt Judon could be back next year. We're not sure what's going on there. Yep. Um, so uh, that that's just, I guess that's just kind of my main argument. No, I, I definitely think the debate is edge or safety, and it, I, I kind of like the safeties more. You think? Do you think it would be Morig? I, I think Washington play. I guess yeah, Morig's more the the. I just think Ardis Washington has more working it against him from being a first round pick. You're just right. With the lack of size, and he's a yeah. Um, like he's going to be a more of a true nickel, and they, that's not yeah. something they necessarily need. They need that true deep cover safety. Let's do it. Let's do it. Protect Let's the back more. end. Yeah. But I, I, I think um, Boogie Basham would be a really classic Ravens pick, right? It would. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we got the 49ers picking thirty-one. Uh, this has got to be DB two, right? Just to keep who? adding in the, in the back end there. Would you say who? Yeah, who who would you be thinking? I I again Washington's in play for me here. Um, Jason get... Barrett next. <laughs> He's gonna hit. He's finally healthy. Yeah, I, well we'll see. Um, what other positions are you been looking at? Like interior offensive line, I guess. Wide receiver and wide receiver. Yeah, but well, you've got okay. George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. You're still yeah. looking for that other guy. Well, I saw I saw so Trent I, Taylor hype today. He was supposed to be a, a god before he got hurt last year. Right, right. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> so you could be looking at Tylen Wallace. Yeah. Um, you could be looking at uh, DB. Yes. You you could be looking at offensive line. It, they're all kind of luxury picks, and they're uh, they're not immediate needs. Um, and you'd be looking at guards specifically, right? To yes. replace Tom Compton. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Not really a guard you feel 
great about here either, right? Yeah, there's there's a couple guys like if you were gonna go guard, I'd almost say just draft for Sean Slater and play him at guard. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I forgot he's even still out there. Um, because there's a big to me after those top two guards, there's a big, 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 big drop. Uh, uh, me too. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I, you get the exact pick here. What are you, what, what are you leaning? What were we also arguing? We were arguing DB. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Yeah. What DB are you taking? There's just I, no one I love here. See, I still I like our Darius Washington a lot, and getting the versatility there I think would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and like I even like, like the I like him a lot too. I just I guess it's more about I just have a hard time. The NFL just yeah. every year we think it's gonna happen, and then they 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 just refuse to draft great five nine DBs. You're right. You're right. And like the corners, Elijah Molden's st- also on the board. Yeah, true. The the the, the corners are kind of like they fit the Niners corners, but like they also have the guys there already that are supposed to step up. You know what I mean? I, so I don't know. Um, okay, what, let's do our Darius Washington. Okay, let's do it. I, I think I also like the idea that we just have this TCU safeties and we love both yes. of them and we have them go back to back to to the the Ford Niners and the Ravens. Yeah, I I like that too. Hey, hey, ready for me to bang the table for this final pick? Yeah, let's do it. Rashawn Slater, the Chiefs. Okay, you're in. I love it. We didn't have many tackles go. Um, obviously, yeah, we, we kind of just ignored it. I don't know because it's so murky. But you know, it's not like we were reaching. I mean, I guess we were reaching on everyone, but it's not like we got any ridiculous picks. Um, no, I, I and with this Rashawn Slater thing, I think. You're you're drafting him, playing him at guard, and eventually he's your left tackle. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I really, really like, and he just seems to be in a very murky class. A guy who maybe he's not the same upside as some of these other tackles. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, but I he's think, so much more safe in my mind. I 100 percent agree. Like all these other guys, like Cosme, uh, Mayfield, potentially Little, like they're all upside guys. But Slater's the safest of them all, right? Also, we didn't have a running back go, so we went. I know, I know. The, you the, tried to almost make it happen with Etienne to the Bucks. I bet. I but. did. I did almost try to And he's the only one I could even see going. And that's like the only team I could see taking one right now, too, which is kind of sad for the running back position, Rob. Yeah. Even though it's a good class. It is, yeah. All right, well, we did it. We got through it all, so. I think we did, I think we did pretty good. Yeah, for September. Yeah. And also, there's no stakes, and I think we finally understand that. <laughs> yeah, we had more fun than we usually do. Uh, okay, one last thing. How many picks do you think we ended up getting right come April, May, or June? Which we will forget that we we talked about this. But... Like just players to team or in the right spot? Uh, both. Like like not both on top of each so other. So like, like this guy goes 16th or this guy went to the box. Exactly. We, we give ourselves some leeway here. Let me take a look quick. One, Trevor Lawrence going one is easy. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six. Really? Okay, you believe in us? I like that. I like that. Okay, that I thought I thought that was a pessimistic one, but no, it's hard, man. Uh, you know what? After the show, I'll go back and look at our. I'll see if I can find our one from last year. I don't remember when we did the mock, but I'll I'll, I'll take a look and see how many we got right. This doesn't seem worth it, but okay. I got nothing else to do, man. What? The... Maybe right, I'll post so, this on uh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. T- tune in next time, people. Bye. And happy birthday, Rob.